are spinning. Hello, my fellow patriots. I am Ronald Perryman. Truth isn't truth. Welcome to another episode of Heads Are Spinning. And I cannot tell you all how excited I am about the new big conservative energy flowing through this country as I speak. Most everyone else seems to be using the crude term big dick energy, but in essence, it's the same thing. I myself am so pumped up about the coming presidency of the great American Ron DeSantis. Now, I know there are some loyal Trump supporters out there who might be a bit disappointed in my recent decision here to support Governor DeSantis in 24. Like, I'm guessing you, Gerald. Well, yes, I, I am. I'm stunned. Uh, hello, everyone. I am Gerald Holcomb. And can I ask who got to you, Ronald? Was it someone in the deep state? Like, the really, really deep state? No. I made the decision to jump on the DeSantis victory train after many days of deep thought, mostly while alone in the dark. But don't think I'm turning my back on the MAGA movement, as I am not. I just feel that DeSantis is a bit tougher and more manly than Donald Trump. We need a younger version of Trump, and who would be better than Trump 2.0, Ron DeSantis? Hey, hey, can I pipe in here? And for the record, I am Spud Goodman. Bud, man. <laughs> and that tiny little wannabe president in Florida who thinks he's so tough by banning books, drag queens, certain class curriculum, and, and a bunch of other meaningless stuff. Well, that dude is all hat and no cattle. Well, or is it all cattle and no hat? But well, regardless, he's a phony poser who's playing all of you right-wingers. Well, I don't know about playing us, but Governor DeSantimonious is not a team player. He would be a nobody without the support of Donald Trump. He made him. I mean, not like he is his natural father, but he made DeSantis' career by endorsing him in his race for governor in Florida in 2018. Once Donald Trump is returned to the White House, well... He can wait his time out until the greatest president in the history of the world decides to leave office, you know, someday. Yeah, that's the thing with Republicans. The leaving office thing will now always be sort of an up-in-the-air deal, you know? Well, sometimes in life, regardless of pressure from the elites, you just have to do what's best for the country, for the greater good. I mean, Trump should never have left office in the first place. But now he's gone and we need to prepare for the next generation of conservatives to take over. Hey, why doesn't the GOP merge with the parties of other countries who allow their leaders to stay as long as they can, you know, for life? All those leaders that are huge with the MAGA Fox News crowd, of course, Putin, Orban in Hungary, and, and that Bolsonaro dude from Brazil, just to name a few. But let's just get this damn show started. What's the first topic? Spinning. Spinning. This one is mine. I just don't understand how any Republican in this country could ever believe Ron DeSantis or any other candidate considering running against President Trump is a good... Uh, excuse me, former President Trump. Whatever. Is meaner than former President Trump and soon to be current President Trump. No one, I mean no one, is meaner than this man as he was chosen by God to lead this country. He has set the bar for meanness, which, as everyone knows, is at the top of the job skills list for any president. I will not concede that Donald Trump is meaner than Ron DeSantis. But I know for a fact that the current governor of Florida and soon-to-be president is way more angry than anyone running for the Republican nomination. 
He is head and shoulders more angry than Mike Pompeo, Nikki Haley, Chris Sununu, and of course, holier than thou, Mike Pence. Very soon, everyone will come to acknowledge the true anger and meanness of Ron DeSantis. Governor DeSanctimonious is good at pretending he's against CRT, drag queens, and trans cheerleaders, but the American people can spot a dishonest candidate a mile away. I think you're giving the voters a bit too much credit if a few more ill-informed Fox News viewers had shut off the damn TV and, and voted on election day, Biden might have lost in some of the key swing states. So no, the American people cannot spot a dishonest candidate, you know, like Trump and DeSantis, for instance, a mile away. There's no way. You should probably stay out of this one, Spud. It's kind of a in the family dispute, you know? I just think that is so disloyal for other Republicans to turn their backs on the greatest president in world history. Seriously. Seriously? Yes, in the history of the world, leaders all around the globe look up to Donald Trump. He's their role model. There's no way that little pipsqueak in Tallahassee could handle. Oh, hold a candle to him. Yeah, sure, he's a little short, but size isn't important. Nobody cares. Uh, excuse me, I've been told by women about that particular subject is it's, at least romantically, it's really important. Donald Trump towers over DeSanctimonious when they step up on the debate stage together. Uh, people will start giggling immediately. <laughs> yeah, and when they start talking on the debate stage, Ron DeSantis will leave no doubt that he is filled with twice, maybe three times as much rage as Trump or any other candidate running. Uh, I don't know who is a bigger asshole, but DeSantis is way more grumpier. Maybe he can yell at kids wearing masks in the audience again like he did at that photo op at a school in Florida during COVID. Yeah, uh, I mean, these days they won't be wearing N95 masks, but maybe Mexican wrestling masks so they won't be recognized by their friends after being dragged to some lame GOP debate by their mega parents. Let's just move on to the next topic. I came up with this one. I can't be the only one in this country who's burned out on right-wing Republicans and Fox News personalities constantly complaining about being disrespected. Has anyone ever gained respect by complaining that others don't respect them? I can't think of anyone or any group that has pulled this off. The usual result is people lose even more respect for them. Grow a pair, conservatives. You can't force people to like you. No, I take offense at that statement, Spud. I know for a fact that I am constantly being disrespected by others around me, in the community, where I reside, and yes, even by certain family members, and it's hurtful. They paint me as a monster, and well, it's, it's not fair. And I can't tell you how many dirty looks I get wearing my Make America Great Again hat when I'm at the grocery store or at my children's sporting events. My gosh, I am made to feel like I'm a horrible person or something, too. You never see a liberal in a tie-dye t-shirt having to undergo such treatment. Well, outside of deadheads and kids who have just discovered tie-dye, not that many of us liberals actually wear those t-shirts anymore. I myself prefer basic black and it's much more slimming. But okay, you MAGA people do creep us out a bit. So just take it down a notch. It might help. Not gonna happen. If we conservatives did not yell from the rooftops that we're being bullied, and discriminated against by the liberal media and the government, no one would even know about it. 
I so agree, Ronald. When you're a victim, you have to speak out, even scream that you are tired of this treatment and just won't take it anymore. I don't think the Howard Beale Act is working, guys. Biden and the Democrats are not polling that great, but Republicans outside of the base are about as popular as head lice. So be, you know, to be a successful victim, people have to care about the victim. Not many outside of your red bubble gives a crap about your plight. Sorry, but that's the truth. Truth isn't truth. Truth isn't truth. I care. People care that liberals are coming after us. Regular, God-fearing, hard-working, blue-collar Americans. Uh, Ronald, didn't you graduate from Penn State and you, Gerald, from BYU? I doubt most right-wing talking heads have ever actually perspired while working, you know, and have to shower. Well, maybe after playing pickleball, then you're forced to take a, like a quick sponge bath. But leave pickleball alone, okay? And very soon, we conservatives will be compensated for the pain and suffering we've undergone at the hands of liberals in this country. Well, as Dark Brandon said so eloquently, best of luck in your senior year. And uh, now let's wrap up this episode if you two don't mind. Spinning, spinning, heads are spinning. You know, before we sign off, I want to bring up what may be an obvious point to our viewers. It concerns you, Gerald. I've recently seen a bit of ideological drift on your part. I will just go ahead and say it. You are starting to sound a bit like a rhino, a Republican in name only. Excuse me? What did you just say? Uh, hey, guys, can we all just get along here? I know for myself, it, it's, you know, it's a pretty tough deal at times doing this little project, but to this point, I've refrained from getting too personal. I will say it again. You seem to be in mid-Rhino Creek right now. You just don't sound that conservative. Like, someone may have gotten to you and flipped you. It's called flipping, and it almost ought to be illegal. Listen, I am still extremely conservative. So conservative. I mean, I don't know where you're coming from on this, but now that you've broached this subject, I too have noticed a change in tone from you. A bit of squishiness, choosing that little pipsqueak governor from Florida over our great commander-in-chief Donald Trump. It, it just leaves me speechless. Wow, Gerald, in all the years we've done our radio show together, you have never been speechless. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. The only thing that can stop Republicans from taking over total power across this nation are the non-true believers. Which you're starting to sound like, Gerald. There's no room for marshmallows. We need warriors. I am a warrior. I have battled Spud on our radio show for over eight years. And now on this show, how long have you had your little podcast, Ronald, where you debate yourself? I have to go to battle against one of the most radical liberals on the air, Spud Goodman. Uh, well, you know, that might be a bit of an exaggeration, dude. I'm not that liberal. I mean, I don't believe in defunding the Marines or, you know, changing our national anthem to fight the power. Uh, I do dig public enemy a lot, but, you know, I'm just a plain old liberal. We're coming for you, globalist! Translation, you're a communist, bud. But Gerald is the target right now. Be honest here, Gerald. Have you ever watched an episode of that diverse as hell? This is us or anything on that PBS network? I'm just curious. Me? Yeah. Well, well, the, the family and I did enjoy This Is Us. And really, we really miss it now that it's not on TV anymore. I rest my case. And I'm sure you'll find it again when it's on syndication. 
Okay, I'm out of here. I'm Ronald Perryman. Good luck. I was going to sign off before you, if you can still hear me, Ronald. I am Gerald Holcomb, your voice for liberty and freedom. Freedom! Goodbye. So the token liberal is left to close up shop by himself, huh? Okay, fine. I am Spud Goodman. Be all that you can be, and I mean that. God bless and ciao. Bye-bye. Heads are spinning.